welcome to the Destiny podcast. We hope this message blesses you. As you will know if you know me, I really love reading the Bible. And um, I just have been very passionate about the Bible since I was about four. Um, just always loved to read it. However, a lot of um, that passion was also mixed up in me with a, with a lot of performance. So I felt God needed me to read the Bible to be accepted as well. You know, so I've been through a massive, massive journey and change where what has happened is I feel like more passion, more more love of discovering more about myself and more about who God is as I sort of feast on and embrace the Bible. Um, and I also read it very differently. I used to read it like a bit of a hammer over my head. And so I would feel a lot of condemnation as I read the Bible. And then I would be trying to live right. And it, it, oh, God's really turned me inside out and upside down. And I'm not joking. I feel like I'm an absolutely different person to who I ever was. And when I read it now, I read his kisses. And I read it. I, I, oh, I see it so differently. And I know that, you know, some of that, um, the way I read it before, was to do with actually even the way it was translated. Because when it's been translated by somebody who's feeling very condemned themselves, that will come over in the way that they would translate something. Um, and I'm not, you know, it's just, oh, it's just such a, been such a beautiful journey to start to see how God sees me and and I, I wanted to look at today Colossians this is one of my favourite books although you asked me next week and it'll be another one <laughs> not me, I'm just a bit like that but I do really love Colossians and I often come back to it and what I want you to see it in is, is in this translation which is the passion now this is not a literal word for word translation but in fact um if you're using a literal word-for-word word translation, you can, in fact, miss the intention, the, the wholeness of what, that, of what the message is. When you get somebody who can translate it but understand wh- who it was written to, where it, um, and be putting it across in a... Actually, this is, this is the, a compass of what was being said without doing it word for word, you actually get quite a great picture and far deeper understanding of what God's saying to you. So I do love using both. I use the literal. I use the... Um, what do you call it? can't remember. Anyway. Uh, so this is not a literal translation. This is uh, by a guy called Brian Simmons, who... Um, He's more like a poet. So in the way that he would write, you'll get the beauty of the language. You'll get 
what was the heart behind but in a in a in a language that brings alive the passion of God um, and that often gets missed when we're trying to do Greek to English Aramaic to English Hebrew to English that often gets missed that that beautiful uh, passion the beauty of the words the poetry of it so he's tried to recapture and I think because I love words which is probably like part of uh, just who I am but you know just really get passionate about words I'm really sorry that it won't translate sometimes into German too well um, but I'm going for it so we're looking at Colossians chapter 1 <laughs> what Bibles have you got on you? What have you got again, Marek? I can't remember. New King James. New King James. And what was yours? New Living. Brilliant, brilliant. Because so, they're quite different, so awesome. Have you got one on you at all? No. no. I've only got Amplified, which is a bit too wordy, so I'm not going to give it you. <laughs> Well, that's, that's the one that I read at home as well. The Amplified, yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. I really love it. But I won't use it now because it's difficult, yeah. I think, for, if you're trying to translate. Okay, we'll just go with your two versions then. Okay. So could you just read us Colossians 1, verse 9, in your translations, Marek and Timon, and then uh, we'll read the Passion one together. not stop praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Awesome. Alright, can you? For this reason we also since the day we heard it do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Yeah. Okay, so the passion translation now is taking in what's also in that chapter into this verse. So he says, Since we first heard about you, we've kept you always in our prayers that you would be filled to overflowing with the revelation of God's pleasure over your. you would be filled to overflowing with the revelation of God's pleasure over your lives. Sorry about that word should be, I just did this really quick. Just now. <laughs> this will make you reservoirs. Do you know what the reservoir is? Yeah, Marek, do you? Yeah. A reservoir of all wisdom spiritual understanding this is another not literal translation um, so I'm reading, reading Colossians chapter 3 and I've written it out actually did I write I did I did I did I wrote it in the mirror and I wrote it in the passion 
Um, what's coming over here? I'm going to leave you to read it. What's coming over here? Come on, guys. Don't live in the narrow... Here I am on earth. You know... I'll ask you for help, Jesus. Or whatever. We'll go along like, like this. Um, a bit like God's at the side of me and I'll, I'll ask you for help. But he's saying, yearn for what's above. Think about it. It says ponder that it says that Mary pondered all that Jesus was in her heart didn't it which is like to me it's meditate on it dwell on it keep thinking about and it's keep thinking about your place in heaven how often do we spend time dwelling on I'm at the right hand of the father on his right hand side that side in Christ so here's Jesus at the right hand of the Father he's sat there I'm in him this is more of a reality than what than me sitting on the chair in this room and it's saying dwell on these things dwell on who you really are Stop. You see, I rehearsed so much my um, failures. I'm really good at it. I can spend a couple of days, like, feeling rubbish over... Sorry, I don't spend as long now, but I used to spend a lot of time. Um, feeling really rubbish over what I just said, what I did, what the way I reacted to a person, or whatever. Um, in fact, I went on this retreat with... One of my best friends, Jackie. I don't know if you know her. Jackie and Will. Uh, and we did this. And it was um, using Psalm 51 that Andy read earlier. And you had to do a lot of repenting, like, through these three days. I wouldn't do that now. I'm just telling you. That's what I did. And my, my friend, Jackie, she said to me, Sharon, I have never known anyone repent like you. Uh, because I just so aware of my sinful state if you like compared to what I felt God wanted of me and that's what I allowed to consume my and I was proud of it really so there's more sin to add to it you know that I could that I, I was so I thought that was good being dead aware of how rubbish I was so I was pretty mixed up wasn't I really. <sighs> Colossians 3 says dwell on where you are dwell on your beauty dwell on your flawlessness dwell on how God has transformed your cracks or what you would have seen as cracks into beauty dwell on it ponder it um, let's read it I'll read it in the mirror you're in fact raised together with Christ now ponder Meditate with persuasion. Be persuaded, guys. Be persuaded, Sharon. <laughs> the cons- what's the consequence of your co-inclusion? What's the consequence for me? What does he mean for me in the future? What does he mean for me right now? What does he mean for my past? I'm included. 
in the Godhead. Relocate yourself mentally. You're having permission right now from the Bible to relocate yourself mentally. Engage your thoughts with throne room reality. Hmm. You see, I engage my thoughts so much with actually the devil. Because the devil is, do you know this, the slanderer and the accuser, are the two words that are used that we translate now devil. It was slanderer and accuser. I spent all my life basically in agreement with the slanderer about myself and the accuser. Well, God's saying now, engage your brain, engage your mind, <laughs> engage your heart with throne room realities, your holy, holy, flawless, restored, brought into innocence, made incredibly more beautiful than you could imagine mm. first two becoming affectionately acquainted starting to enjoy thinking like that it takes a while but the more I enjoy it then become affectionately acquainted with thinking about Jesus and how he loves me with these thoughts this is what will keep you from being distracted by the earthly realm. Hmm. Have you realised that? Hmm. You know, you've wondered, how could I stop, you know, doing anything, watching pornography, speaking badly of somebody, uh, telling lies, Oh God, I hate all this about the little other stuff. Engage. Become affectionately acquainted with thinking about how he sees you. <laughs> That's what makes the difference. I'm just thinking, oh, I'm just a sinner. Distracted by the earthly realm. I love this last bit in verse 3. See yourself located in a fortress. A fortress is like a castle, a really strong, you know, building where your life is hidden with Christ in God. When we're engaged with that reality, those darts, those things kind of get uh, you know when it comes towards you it gets veered off bounce deflected that's what I was thinking those things start to get deflected and start to get less you know because you've only got to start one little thought on you know negative about yourself and it's 
painful, isn't it? And it starts to go deeper and you start feeling really, oh. And then you see, if I'm feeling about me, I get a bit naughty with who's in front of me. Short-tempered, naughty. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to do a bit of meditating. And I actually would like to put that song on there about amazing. I think you're amazing. <laughs> But just really, really quiet. Uh, no, I tell you what. We'll listen to that first. Then I want you to... So you need a pen and a paper. You might not want to write, but I just... I want you to write if you can. So I want you to ask God this question. So it's just very simple. What does it look like for me to be included in the Trinity? Thank you for listening to the iDestiny podcast. For further information, check out www.idestiny.org.uk.